Hello, everyone. It's me, Allison. The show is about to start, but just real fast, a quick reminder. I want to tell you guys, um, if you are doing some shopping, perhaps some Black Friday shopping, holiday shopping, etc. Like Christmas type uh, shopping? Christmas type, any sort of shopping at all. I have put together some lists on Amazon. Lists with things stuff. on them? Daniel, just... <laughs> Pipe down for one second. (laughs) Beauty stuff, makeup stuff, home stuff, kids stuff, podcast equipment, books I recommend, all of this stuff. And Daniel's stuff? Oh, yeah. Daniel's Corner, where I put stuff that I know that he likes. But Daniel has recently gotten way more involved. And he put together a special Christmas spectacular gift guide for you. You guys will not even believe it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what's on there, but it's literally uh, some things. Lots of things. And well, a whole big stuff. caption explaining if his you process. you know someone who's exactly like me, they are going to love it. And here's where you go to see all of this. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And we'll be adding to it. It's nonstop, you guys. Yeah. Okay, here's the show. Bye. You guys, I lied. I said the show was starting right now, but I have one more quick announcement. I'm co-hosting a new podcast. It's brand new. It's called Upworthy Weekly. I'm co-hosting it with a guy named Todd Perry, who I'm having so much fun with, although he is wrong about so many things, especially Christmas music, but also other stuff. But anyway, uh, Upworthy Weekly, we come out on Saturdays. Please give it a listen. Subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a comment, a review on Apple Podcasts that helps out the show so much, especially because we are brand new. As I've said, between one and four times right now, I've lost track. But anyway, please give it a listen. Uh, It's a lighthearted news podcast. We're taking a look at the most popular and engaging stories from the week before that ran on Upworthy. And it's, uh, it's just what your holidays need. And then when the holiday, when we're past the holidays, it's just what that part of the year needs. It's just exactly what you need. Please listen to it. Upworthy Weekly, new episodes every Saturday, wherever you get your podcasts. And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a writer, producer, and Constitution Sherpa. It's Ben Sheehan. And she's an actress, comedian, and fruit unappreciator, but that's okay, man. Really, it's okay. It's Betsy Sidaro. Tone Zone is here to get kicked off Twitter for trolling ancient Yuletide carols. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way you dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. My little peppermint patties. Welcome to Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Nancy Sylvester. Yes, I am on Patreon. Bonus episodes of the Friend Zone. That's my Patreon only podcast. And recently I did one where I answered your questions. I spilled the tea. I dished some what do you dish? Some hot goss and soup. Uh, and that's video and audio. 
And uh, it was very fun. They're always very fun. And then there's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. I'm going to schedule a Zoom party for this month so we can all get together and see what each other looks like. I mean, you guys know what I look <laughs> You know what I'm saying. Uh, and then you can submit carbohydrates and questions for the guests and stuff. If you sign up for a year, you get two months free. So 12 months for the price of 10. Again, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. <laughs> I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, Betsy. Oh, hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you, everyone. Tony plays your drops often. So there's like a little bit of you in every episode. But now we get the whole real you. Oh, yeah, you do. You get all of me this whole time. I'm so excited. Hello and welcome to the show, Ben. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So listeners uh, probably know you from your Monday. Well, first of all, you're Jackie Johnson's husband. I am. And I I feel like that deserves an applause, Tony. What's going on? Tony, what the hell, dude? It's delayed applause. Two applauses for one man. (laughs) (laughs) What if he buckles under the weight of the applause? Um, And you, you've been on a Monday show, but this is your day, your Thursday show debut. So I'm excited. I am excited too. I'm thrilled to be here. We got a big surprise happening. Hello, Daniel. Hi. How's it going? It's going all right. How about that? How about that intro? Huh? (laughs) Oh my my god, it was so good. Who knows? Yes. Full disclosure, uh, Daniel did not have time to write his intro, so we're recording pre-intro. So who knows what kind you could who knows what could happen? I could have thrown this whole podcast into a different uh you know, different context. Like what like what are you suggesting? What are you thinking? Well we might be thinking that we're uh we're making uh, a light hearted comedy kind of podcast in fact i made it a tragedy whoa that reminds me okay so who here and i know a thing i like to do um i was not in a sorority i did i don't have a panhellenic experience i i tend to sort of look down my nose at all of that which one of my best friends in new york i said something anti-sorority and she was like i was in a sorority those women are some of my closest friends and she went on about how great it was and i felt bad and i thought you know i shouldn't be so judgy about it but anyway it's as if i missed out on hazing or something even though i think it's all gross because i can't stop uh uh, being mean to Tony about the f- <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought but I, I ha- I've recovered I remembered it oh yes I'm bringing up a topic and yet I have not introduced Tony yet which is just a thing I do to remind him who's boss yeah. but what was the topic where am I god damn it so, what happened we thought last week was loose <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, you know what this is like how you got to like someone, you know, you got to tear something down and build it back up. We're just going to the very edge of like, is this a, sh- a show or is it just a disaster? <laughs> Does anyone know where I was headed with that? Um, Not talking about tragedy. Oh, yes. Gonna t- I was going to say, who here is watching Succession? Oh, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. Ben and Daniel ben raised and, their uh, hands. So I'll make this very fast. There's a profile on Jeremy Strong in The New Yorker. He plays Kendall. Uh, and he, there's this, a funny story in there where he had a conversation with Kieran Culkin, who plays Roman, where uh, Jeremy Strong was like, I'm, I'm worried people are going to think it's a comedy. <laughs> and 
and uh, the one and Kieran Culkin was like, I think it is a comedy. And he's like, what do you mean by that? Do you mean like comedy in the way that like Chekhov's a comedy? And he's like, no, I mean like it's funny. <laughs> so his, he, his great fear is that people might think it's a comedy because it's so like deadly serious to him. Okay. Enough of wait. Oh, I know. And what made me think of that was Daniel saying he might turn it into a tragedy with the intro, but then I turned it into um, a comedy of errors with everything that's happened since then. <laughs> or maybe a suspense thriller. <gasps> it could really be anything. Or this could be true crime. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. Five Ooh. podcasters walk in. How many walk out? <gasps> who, Daniel, who what's the report what? from the house? What's going on in there? Hold on. I can't hear anything. Ooh, they might that, be eating dinner. Wow. Probably. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. They're Here, really engrossed. Let in- me listen for two minutes. Everybody quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Owen Butt Report, because I've been talking mostly on my other show, Childish, but our mm. two-year-old has been just incredibly constipated it is an ongoing thing had been had been, had been. his school Uh-oh. even called they felt that they wouldn't be doing their due diligence if they do due diligence their, yeah, their due, <laughs> due diligence if they didn't let us know that his constipation is affecting his experience of school because he figured out that he could lie down on his back relieve the pressure the pressure and <laughs> buy himself a few more days of not going potty yeah so Oftentimes, he'll just be rolling around going, poopy, poopy. So anyway, though, he is like so regular. He's overly regular now. We went to this Conso Gardens to Enchanted, that like big light installation thing, which is I was talking with uh, with a listener and actually it's Superfan Megan. Many a listener knows Superfan Megan, and she was saying that she didn't realize that it wasn't specifically Christmas themed. And I said, I know it's like Christmas adjacent because there are some snowflakes, but it's not it's not straightforwardly Christmas. But anyway, long story short, our sweet Owen needed a diaper change the entire time. And we didn't even know because we were on the like you needed a he needs a poopy diaper change, you know, once every seven days. But Whoa. now he's just he's just soiling that diaper like a champ. Hell yeah. <laughs> Did he not want to go or just couldn't? He was holding it. Whoa. It's a thing. Uh, at two and a half. It's like a kind of co- I don't know if I want to say the majority of kids do it, but it's like a pretty common thing. The theory is they have like a painful one or two painful experiences. And then they're like, uh, I'm over this. Afraid to, afraid yeah. To. Like poop. <laughs> Diarrhea farts. <laughs> yeah. It's so yes. it's like a cycle because they get constipated and then it's uncomfortable to go and then they're like, right. Well, I just am gonna avoid that and then it just so um yeah. So anyway, round of applause for Owen, who's not a listener yet, but he's been really going like a champ. Um one day in the future they'll go back and listen to all of these. Yeah. After, yeah. after we're gone to remember us by that's what i was gonna say if something I, I applaud you now owen in the future if something tragic were there's a little bit of wendy hair f- floating around that i'm trying to grab uh if not, you're not on, wendy molino no wendy the dog <laughs> hair again i forgot to mention patreon.com slash allison rosen where you can Patreon. see this video and you can see me grabbing what looks like nothing out of the air okay Yes, and Daniel, if something tragic happens to us, I do think that is when they would go listen to all of these. Otherwise, I'm not sure they're going to take the time. They won't. 
Probably not. It's probably for the better. I wouldn't. Uh, uh, I don't <laughs> right now. Tony, hello and welcome to the show. Hi, Ben. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Betsy. Uh, if Allison <gasps> is going to be mean to me, I'm only going to just speak to you guys. And say, That's all right. Yes. Oh, wow. Allison. Allison, Tony says he's just going to speak through us. <laughs> Let him know <laughs> that you, I Daniel. say, well, I didn't see that coming. Tony. She said she didn't see that coming. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Like I care. <laughs> oh, he says like I care. <laughs> okay, let him know. I think you do care. She thinks you do care, dude. <laughs> she wishes. <laughs> you wish, he says. Tell him he, he wishes. <laughs> she says he, you wish. You wish. I think I'm just going to go on tour for like two months and get out of here <gasps> he's going on tour for two months and get out of here are you so excited for that i'm excited for i'm that. not i'm not actually <laughs> if anyone's wondering how i feel about it um i find it to be sort of somewhat look i'm not made of stone of course i'm excited for tony to have this experience but it's inconvenient for me personally <laughs> um and uh i do appreciate the the heads up early Tony's very good about that. Tony's like in. I always try and tell her as early as I can. Hey, in nine to ten months, I might be gone for an afternoon, and I'm like, thank you. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's going to be okay. But anyway, Tony, I believe the question was asked of you. Oh, could you let Tony know that I think the question was actually asked of him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Wait, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Could you let Tony know that he can answer the question that oh. Betsy had asked him if he would like? Oh, you Wait, can answer what? the question that I asked you. I already forgot what the question was. <laughs> same, same. I'm, it was, I'm are gone. you excited? To let Tony know the question was, is he excited? You must, I think it, the, I think it was specifically, you must be so excited, dude. You must be so excited, dude, to go on tour. I am yes. I'm re- I'm ready to 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 get away from my apartment for a little while because yeah. uh, I like my apartment, but I'm real sick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be so fun. Yeah. Allison, can you tell Betsy to ask Tony <laughs> where he's going on tour? Oh, yes, I can. Betsy, could what? you ask Tony where his tour is going? Okay, Ben. Tony, wants to where? Know. Let him know. Ben wants to know. Tony, Ben wants to know where you're going on your tour. Oh, I'm cool. With Say that. I, every I, single city <laughs> you're going to. I can, I can, I can address Ben directly. That's fine. Yeah, I don't have any issues talking to him. I okay. think Ben was trying to be cool to me because he saw yeah. that I'm being excluded from my own show, and so he was tossing me a bone. And I appreciate that. Um, ben, that was really good. Can you have Allison ask <laughs> Betsy to uh, for, to ask Tony to forgive her for like, kind of being a little rude? Yeah, of course. Uh, Allison, can you ask Betsy to ask Tony to forgive you for kind of being a little rude? Um, hold on. I got to think about that for a moment. Yeah, Betsy, could what? you ask Tony if he could forgive me? Yes. Hey, Tony, will you forgive Allison? I think I will, just for the sake of, I can't imagine how many people have turned <laughs> off this episode at this point. <laughs> Maybe some of them turned it up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is that the most care. passive, aggressive, most indirect podcast in the world? Turn it up. It's like Freedom Rock. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. 
Okay, so we have a lot of fun stuff to get to. There is a surprise coming up. I'm just trying to figure out when the best time to spring it on everyone is. Um, I do think we should address the fact we're talking to Ben and I, Tony and I and Daniel have now seen the house that you share with Jackie. It's so beautiful. Uh, I assumed that you would be in your office, but you're in Jackie's pod studio. I am in Jackie's pod studio, and her pod studio is far better outfitted with audio equipment and, I should say, audio proofing on the wall, whereas Mm. the last few times I've done any audio in my office, I have been heavily criticized for the echo. So I figured, why not sit here surrounded by uh, paintings of the chooch and the actual chooch um, and do it from here? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Jackie's presence is with us. It is. It's very pink. She's on the wall. (laughs) <laughs> they, uh, it is extremely pink. Uh, we've had to uh, significantly tone down the amount of pink in the every, pretty much every bedroom and every room <laughs> in the house, to be quite honest with you. And I, we, we have, I have failed, but there, there's enough pink uh, to satisfy any fan. Yeah, and yet I'm like rolling through the house tour in my mind and there was still a lot of pink. There's a lot. The backsplash is uh, pink in the kitchen. We got a pink couch, the outdoor furniture. There, there's plenty of pink uh, and all shades of pink for, for any preference. How did you <laughs> feel about the color pink or as Jackie would say, pink? And that's uh, not, I'm not making fun of a Texas accent. She literally spells it P-A-N-K. She does. And I am a fan of the color pink. Uh, I actually picked out the specific pink for the backsplash in the kitchen. Look at that. Oh, what nice. is the specific pink? Uh, it's kind of a, uh, uh, it's a glass salmon backsplash, Ooh, I nice. would say. Kind of a little orangey hue, but it's really, uh, it's really tasteful. Hmm. Betsy, where do you come down on the color pink? Uh, I'm pretty cool with it. You know, I like it. Um, growing up, I didn't, cause I didn't like it always being like, it's a, oh, it's a girl color. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, come on. But then now I'm like, I like it. It's a good color. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, all right. So I need your guys' opinion on – I'm. there's two things I'm choosing between. You know what? I think it's time to – I think we should do yes, please, or oh, please. Now, for those <laughs> who are unfamiliar – Betsy, I know you've done this one before. This is a segment where I bring up a hot-button issue, and we go around and we say – Either yes, please, or oh, please. Now, I'm looking for hot takes. I don't. We're not looking for diplomacy. We're not about making friends. Like a reality show, we didn't come here to make friends. You could get people have been canceled for less, but we're going <laughs> to go there and talk about something deeply polarizing and highly controversial. And we have a song. Is it yes, please? Is it that? Oh, oh, please. That's much crap. <laughs> All right, here it is. Get ready. I hope just my, the mere mention doesn't offend you. <gasps> strawberries. I tried some <clears throat> strawberries the other day, and I was like, these strawberries can get fucked. And I don't mean that like I want to have sex with them. I, I don't mean like they can get the D. What am I <laughs> saying? I mean like these strawberries are gross. They're like kind of tasteless, got seeds in them. I think strawberries are over, strawberries are thought of as uh, a delicious prized fruit, but in general, I think they're not that good. Now, I will say, then Daniel made, and I have to commend your the beautiful breakfast you made the boys. It was real father of the year stuff, and it involved some cut up fruit 
and one of them didn't eat his. What? So I had some bites of it and had strawberries <laughs> in there, and I was like, oh, maybe maybe I'm hastily besmirching the strawberry because these ones are better. So maybe I've just always had bad strawberries. But if, in general, if 95% of the strawberries I've had need to be thrown in the trash, then the strawberry uh, needs to get over itself. Harumph! (laughs) Betsy, what say you? You know, I think I'm kind of with you with an oh, please. I, I, like, I never, ever... And like I never see a strawberry and I'm like, I'm like, yes, I need to eat that. You know? <laughs> yeah. I also am not I feel I've talked about this on this. I'm not a huge fruit fan. I think you said you're not super into sweets. Yes, I'm not into sweets, so like fruit I, I like and growing up in Colorado, all of the produce was not good. Mm. So I think I just like had 22 years of being like this is so gross why are we supposed to eat this uh and so yeah i'm kind of i'm not really into fruit too much and and strawberries especially i'm just kind of like meh i don't need them if i were a strawberry i'd be quaking in my little green plastic container right now ben what about you Uh, I'm a hard yes, please. And the reason I am is because I feel like strawberries are one of the most agreeable fruits you can find. Strawberries are often paired in smoothies with bananas and blueberries and other types of fruit. And I feel like they get along as a component of. I can see where you guys are an oh, please on strawberries as a solo act. But strawberries in conjunction with other fruits, I feel like they're a real team player. Hmm. That's a good point. Interesting. Not even just fruits. I feel like just a lot of other foods because, you know, dip them in some chocolate. Chocolate. Tony, I feel like that's a yes, please for chocolate, which is not a very daring well, I was, opinion. I was just I was agreeing because at first I thought he was saying as a whole they're compatible with lots of other foods. But then he said fruit. And I was like, yeah, but I feel like, you know, strawberries. It's, it's foods, too. Also. It could be anything. Yeah. 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 Um. I remember, and this was a this is a very LA thing. I think I was in a mommy and me class, and one of the mommies was saying <laughs> that she had made some strawberry a strawberry basil smoothie that her daughter didn't like. Yeah, and she yeah. was surprised by this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, I guess that's it, a weird combo. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> especially for a kid. For a baby. Like, yeah. Don't do that. Don't put don't, basil in that. Don't challenge your kid's palate. Like, do not. Bananas and strawberries is yeah. fine. But to Tony's point, that, to Tony and Ben's point, strawberry and basil team up well together unless you're feeding it to an infant. All right. Daniel, mm. what about you? Uh, I'm a yes, please, with strawberries, but... um. I think part of the problem that I think maybe you are facing is a general problem with fruit, which is that you can go to the grocery store and get fruit year round and it all looks great because they've engineered these things to look plump and red and you go, oh, but it's actually not good fruit. It's not like a good version of it. It's kind of flavorless or it's tart. You know, it's... you. You kind of have to know where to go and what season to get the fruit. But a strawberry, a ripe strawberry in season is amazing. Uh, and 
Um, it's just I don't have any idea when that season is or where to go um, <laughs> to get it. It's like so it's sort of a crapshoot. Sometimes we get strawberries, and I'm like, oh my god, this is a great thing to eat. I should eat more of this. And sometimes it's not not that. Uh, so then are you yes, please, or oh, but please? I'm not finished. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tony brought up something, which was strawberries and chocolate, and I'm a very much no please on that. I feel true. like, unless, unless we get a sponsor that does it, and then I love it. It's been a few years. <laughs> uh, it's time for them to come back. I, um, there was a period where we were like engaged and then newly married, and when you go to hotels oh, and yeah. you tell them that you get uh complimentary strawberries and chocolate that's the thing they always give you in a bottle of champagne and um i realized during that period that uh in fact i don't think that combo works and i don't know um this i want i like the chocolate i like the strawberries together oh please it's like it's, Could it's you th- chocolate breaks off and then it's just messy and it's like the flavors don't marry each other. It's I'm, just I'm just eating uh, chocolate and strawberry together. I'm sorry, Tony. I I, I mean, oh, I respect I will, you I, in many other ways. That's but what you like. How, how, that's how I felt when I tried a cupcake with remember when uh, bacon was in everything and there was like a maple cupcake with yeah. bacon bits on it. And I thought I'm ready for flavor nirvana, but I was like, this just tastes like a cupcake with bacon on it. Like there was yeah, no melding of the flavors. Means. Yeah, right. But Daniel, you gave it an oh please, but you just threw it away. Like oh please, could could I hear it with the um the emphasis like the way I dreamt it up when I initially came up with this revolutionary segment, which is not at all similar to other segments that people. But your oh please was only for if it's chocolate strawberry yeah i don't want to overdo the oh please when my my vote is yes please (laughs) but i don't want someone honey it's binary someone i I don't want someone taking this out of context putting it on the internet like oh look quant says oh please to strawberries and then i have to you know go no if you listen to the whole segment it was a yes please yeah what if somebody he works with hurt (laughs) yeah yeah I'm just excited for Tony on his entire tour to get strawberries and chocolate in every single hotel room he checks into. (laughs) That's right. It's a great way of engineering (laughs) that. Daniel, I'll respect your boundary, but only because I'm working on respecting boundaries. Um, But I don't want to. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's, It's hard for me. It's all right. Tony, I feel like we've gotten hints of how you feel, but I need the full... The full Tony version. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll give the full. Then I give it a big yes, please. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I'm a. I'm not like a huge fruit person in general, but I I like fruit. And if I was forced to pick a favorite fruit, I might say strawberry. Oh uh, shit! And this isn't no just based on the chocolate way. thing. Like Whoa. I like strawberries oh, and chocolate, strong. but it's not. Wow. That wasn't like the reason why. Like I, I'm just fine with just regular little strawberries. I do love some strawberry shortcake a lot. Um, yeah, I mm. like the the strawberry. I cannot imagine a world where I'm forced to pick a fruit. And I choose, and I can't imagine a world where I'm forced to pick a fruit. That's this show. Uh, uh, but one I where don't I'm, live I'm in that world. Pick a <laughs> strawberry? Oh my god! What are you picking? Yeah, a fucking pick? banana. I yeah. like. I do enjoy bananas, but I I'm thinking. Bananas. What? What did you say? 
I said I hate bananas. I think I've talked. You know what I hate are oranges. They're just not. There's so much pulp and like stringiness. Yeah. And they're not I like worth orange, it. the flavor, but like an actual orange, yeah. I find annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite fruit? I think I would choose nectarine. Nope. Cantaloupe, honeydew, Cantaloupe. or grapes. Whoa. I enjoy melon. <laughs> oh, I know what you would choose because you talked at length about it on our first date. This is true. Though the first time we met, it wasn't no, even a date. You, was- you have overblown this. Okay, it's Mr. Pear. Favorite. It's not my favorite. It's just it gets a bad rap. Okay. Good but- pear. Good. I like nice, a ripe, good pear. pear. Thank you. <laughs> I like a good pear. I knew I liked you. Once again, though, I don't. I rarely go out of the way to make any moves at buying fruit. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just not my thing, man. <laughs> Daniel, what would be your favorite? You'd think I would know this. You'd think I would know this. <laughs> oh, that's why uh, I don't that's why I don't know, because you don't know. You know, honestly, um probably Apple. Just a nice good apple. I like knew it. And apple. you're you're gonna choose one of those bullshit honey crisp apples that everyone oh, so oh, no, nice Those are the best. Those, <laughs> those are the best. very good that's apples. Why. You know, I have yes. uh I've denigrated the the Honeycrisp on this show before. And again, anyone just tune, just listening for the first time, we're not a fruit podcast. We're just talking about it a lot on this episode <laughs> and other episodes sometimes. <laughs> but uh, my kids had some Honeycrisp apples and I tasted a little bit of it. And I was like, oh, this is much better than whatever the other kind of apples that we had were. So they're okay. I just think people go nuts over them. Are you writing off fruit too quickly? Are you having like one bad one and then just that's ruining the whole thing for you? I think that people had talked up the Honeycrisp so much that I was expecting some kind of, I was expecting to be transported and I, it, the skin didn't snap. I didn't get any of the stuff that everyone talks about. And I don't even I like, know why that'd be good anyway. I like to put a Honeycrisp in the fridge. I like a nice cold mm. Honeycrisp. Ooh, a crisp Honeycrisp. Oh. Yeah. Um, listen, you guys, something that we can agree on that you would agree on is how great Faraday clothing is. This shirt that I, this is like the fifth, fifth show in a row that I have worn this shirt because it is my new favorite shirt. It is by Faraday. It is their legend sweater shirt in, I believe the color is Heather. It is, it's like a light black and it comes in and I'm I'm going to go buy the one in blue next cuz now I only want to own these shirts. It is the softest piece of clothing, but it's a shirt. It's not a sweater, but it feels like um like a cla- I don't know. I just I love it. It's it's it right out of the box. So soft. Feels like I've owned it forever. Uh and they make t- Daniel, are you wearing your Faraday cords? No, I wore them like three days in a row. I'm in this phase now where I, I'll just wear the same pair of pants three days in a row. I don't care. That's what I'm saying about the shirt. Yeah. I don't care. Who am I going to see? Who am I trying to impress? <laughs> My kids? Okay, but tell me about how much you like the pants as opposed to this whole whatever you're doing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I love them. They're great. They're just a very nice, comfortable pair of cords. And, you know, 
who wouldn't be happy with a nice, comfortable pair of cords? Not me. Verity is a family-run <laughs> brand making high-quality, timeless clothing with modern design and functionality. They also make blankets. They make stuff for. They make all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, when you're searching for the coziest gifts that are practical and stylish, flannels that feel like that you've had them for years, lush sweaters, festive tops, and dresses you can still wear long after the champagne has been popped. That's Verity, and they're so confident in the quality of their stuff. They have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. It's really might this might be like one of the highest quality pieces of clothing that I own. Uh, and to top it all off, Faraday is giving you guys, Allison Rosen is your best friend listeners, 20% off right now. You've probably heard this already, but thanks to the pandemic, shipping delays are going to be major this year. So start shopping now to get all your gifts before the holidays. Head to FaradayBrand.com slash BFF and use code BFF at checkout to get 20% off your first purchase. That's code BFF at Faraday. Now it might be spelled different than you're imagining. So I'm going to spell it out. F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand, B-R-A-N-D, com slash BFF for 20% off. I also want to tell you guys about Stance Apparel. Uh, I am wearing Stance Combed Cotton No-Show socks right now. They're super soft. Uh, their apparel is super well-made, super soft, entirely unique. They do cool collaborations with different pop culture uh, entities, so they have collaborations with Wu-Tang Clan, the Goonies, which I feel like is targeted like right to people in my nostalgia it demo, is. Disney, Marvel, Bob Marley. Um, founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because, because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Stance believes that perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase, use promo code Allison at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Okay, so when Ben came on the show back in, was it over the summer, Ben? Do you remember? I think so, yeah. Over the summer, he was promoting a book that it had just come out called OMFG, what does the, wait, I'm going to mess up. OMFG, oh. what is the title of the book? OMFG, does the Constitution actually say that? Is that the title? OMGWTF says the Constitution actually say yes. Yes. <laughs> so essentially, what does the Constitution actually say? And now he has come out with a kid's version of the book. What is the title of this children's version? A much easier, what does the Constitution say? Oh, that's pretty much. I'm at a kid's level, which is perfect because, drum roll please, Tony. Ooh. got to start making the announcements during the drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Needs its own podcast. The sound? Yeah, the drum roll. <laughs> ben is going to give us a fun quiz on the Constitution. Oh. These are questions for children. And I'll have you know, I am risking such embarrassment with this. Some things have come up. I think of myself and I think I present as like a relatively intelligent, educated person. I know some big words. 
I went to college. However, recently some huge gaps in my knowledge have come up in my marriage with Daniel, and he has made me feel real dumb. And I feel like this <laughs> quiz might expose. I actually, I really thought about this. I'm like, is this a bad move? as a person in the, in the public eye to some degree to just show how much I don't know about a topic. But I decided, you know what? That's my thing. Showing. Do you want to tell the audience what it is you didn't know? No, I don't actually. That's, <laughs> that's for a Patreon. Um, it was so funny. It was, but it was in the category of. How many sons does Venus have? <laughs> it was in the, ca- no, that's, you're getting way too specific. What's the category of. Of planetary knowledge, what it, what would you call all that? Astronomy. Yes, astronomy. The word escaped me for a moment. Anyway, so I'll just have you know, I I'm just going <laughs> into this blind. I did not do any studying. Ben, do we need paper and pen? Huh? You need a paper and pen. These are all true false questions, okay. and there are eight right. questions total. Great. Oh, yeah. So you should be able to easily take down your answers, and we're gonna do it. We'll do it. We'll do it right after the the question, so it won't be like I wait till the end. I'll do like the, we'll give the question, everyone answer. write down their answer, and then I'll reveal the that is really smart because okay. for for the longest time when I would do quizzes on this show, I did it all at the end, and uh, that's not the most it, audio friendly. D- before we get into it, um, for those of you who did not go to law school, or I guess anyone, did you learn really much about the Constitution in high school? No, really. Yeah. No. 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 There's a reason that you didn't get this is because for the last 20 years and 20 years plus, we've been cutting these classes from schools. In fact, only eight states today require a year of government. Wow. That's kindergarten to 12th grade. Only eight states. Jesus. And are we thinking that the government wants that so that we can no longer question them? That is what Ben thinks. Based <laughs> I on do, think, I do think that on one level, but also it was like an accident because we created all these tests for reading and math. And it was like yeah. everyone focused on those two subjects. But at my core, I do believe there is an intentional directive for people to not know about the government so they can't change the people in the government. Yeah, you know dude. Because... In grade school, they're now they're just teaching in grade school critical race theory, and that's why they don't have time to teach you the Constitution. Isn't I heard that on? A it's cable true. News yeah, channel. from eight a.m. to five p.m. It's only it's one large uh, seven hour block of critical race theory. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can't define it, but I know that it's being taught to children. Um. I just want to quickly give a plug for I haven't read your kids' book yet, which will be evident, but um. You, your, uh, the adult version, which by the way, you might think, oh, she'll ace this quiz because she read the book. No, I f- have forgotten all the facts. <laughs> that sounds like a slam against your book. It's more a slam against my own mind. I just want to say you took something very complex and, and wrote it in a really funny and accessible way. So big shout out to this book. Everyone should go mm-hmm. get it. It's, it's Thank a fun you. read and it's educational. All right. All right. Let's see. How many? So you said there were eight questions? There are eight questions. Okay. Oh, my God. And now I want to clarify that these are questions that I asked children. (laughs) And I made it apply to them in the question to get them more engaged. And so I've taken that same approach and I've done it for all of you. Thank you. So you'll see see the parts I'm talking about. But why don't we start? Zero correct. (laughs) What age (laughs) children are these for? 
Uh, I believe they were uh, between 8 and 12. That's the, the okay. demo for the book. Okay, cool. okay. So we're going to start with some some more general ones and then get a little bit more specific. But every question begins with the words in the Constitution. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. In oh, the con- oh, sorry. In, Real yeah. fast. Now, um, am I going to keep score or are you going to keep score? Uh, I am happy to keep score. Okay, and we're going to kind of use the honor system. You know, I'll... Uh, I'll, I'll uh, I'll I'll just want to write down the people who got it correctly. How about that? Got it. That sounds good. That's easier. Let me pull this up. Okay. So, number one. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, do it like Regis Philbin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In the Constitution, election day falls on a Tuesday. True or false? <laughs> I don't know how long we want to give it to. All right, we can I, do a quicker answer. I, have I, my I we can all like put our finger up when we're ready. Yeah, yeah I feel like is everyone ready? Is you guys got your answer done? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. All Nailed right. it. Raise Nailed your it. hand if you think it's true. Well, wait. Oh, okay, I think it is. Uh, I actually, I think we should go around and say our answer. Got it. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Uh, Why don't we start with uh, Tony? What do you think? I said true. Total okay. guess, but I'm going true. Daniel, right, what that, about you? Uh, well, I said false because I feel like uh, you can. Yeah, I just feels false. I uh, said true um, because it doesn't make any sense why it would have to be on a Tuesday unless it's in the Constitution and we just do it because it's in there. Betsy, what do you think? I said true. Uh just because it sounds like, yeah, like, we got to do it like the first Tuesday of November or whatever. The answer is false. Oh, Damn it! It does not say that. And we I am going to give it. you... <laughs> I'm going to give you quickly the reason that we vote on Tuesdays. It is because of farmers in 1845. God! The, the farming schedule... Most of us were farmers in 1845, and the farming schedule went from planting in March to harvesting in October. So they didn't want to interrupt everyone's work schedule. So they said, let's look at November, December, January, and February. But we didn't have heated cars, so December, January, and February were too cold to travel. So they picked November. And the reason it's Tuesday is because farmers markets were on Wednesday, church was on Sunday, and they didn't want to interrupt people's weekend. So they did a Monday to travel. Tuesday to vote and then try to get back for the farmer's market on Wednesday. And 176 years later, we still use that as the reason we vote on Tuesdays. Wait, and that was in wow. America? Wow. Every Wednesday was a market? It was a farmer's market. <laughs> All over America? Yeah. That was like the most common day for farmer's markets. Whoa. I feel like if we were going to apply the same uh, approach to like starting from scratch, when would we have it? It would not be on a Tuesday now. It would be like on a Saturday. It'd probably be a Saturday, or they just make it a holiday, like a Monday federal right. holiday, and you can just you know have work off and you can vote. That's right. what it should be: have yeah. work mm-hmm. off, go vote. There you go. Whoa, that's fucking crazy! <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> All I right. think I'm gonna get really fired up in this quiz. <laughs> Shit, man, yes, that already please. got me mad. Let's go. Whoa! All right. Question two: In the constant. <laughs> Okay. In the Constitution, we could go years without a vice president. 
Okay. Okay. All right. We got it. All right. Allison, what do you think? Um, I think true, because that just sounds like something that would be in the Constitution. Final answer. Okay. Next, Dan? Um, I'm saying true just because uh, weren't the whole the whole notion of vice president wasn't that sort of fuzzy at the start so i don't know that it was like codified in the constitution but okay betsy i said true because it does feel like they have other people to do stuff (laughs) you know like wouldn't secretary of state be like something (laughs) tony uh we're getting a true clean sweep right here so we're all come on we might have all blown it you all did not blow it yeah. You got it correct. Woo! Right. In On fact, the board. Before, before 1967, we used to go several years without a vice president. We didn't have to fill that role. And then after 1967, if there's a vacancy, the president is supposed to p- appoint somebody. But here's the catch. The person has to be approved by both houses of Congress. So let's say... God forbid something happened to our current president, Kamala Harris became president, she nominated somebody to be vice president. If that person does not get confirmed by Congress, the office just goes vacant. Yeah. It's wild to think about that. Whoa. And you said that was 1967? That 1967 was the first time, the 25th Amendment, where they decided that they had to have the president fill a vacancy. Otherwise, we've had plenty of presidents in the past that have barely had a vice presidential uh, uh, vice president. Hmm. Did FDR have one? He did. He He had several. Oh, yeah. He was in it for a long time. Yeah, he was. Whoa. There you right. go. Everyone got it correct. So congrats to everybody. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Good now, job, everyone. Now this is going to get more specific to the group. All right. Okay. Now it, I, we're, we're using this as an example. It doesn't say your name specifically in the Constitution, or maybe it does. Oh, I wish. Oh. In the Constitution. <laughs> in the Constitution, Congress can make Allison a pirate. Oh. <gasps> Oh, whoa. Congress can make her a pirate? Congress can make her a pirate. Like specifically just a pirate. Like this isn't a, in in place of just prof- some profession, any profession. Like, Well, like, I'm not going to give further clarity to the answer, but you will find out. I bet it's a- an actual pi- pirate. I almost said pilot, but pirate. I bet that, it's an actual pirate. I mean, that's the plot of... Pirates of Penzance. His father wanted him to be a pilot, but his nanny was hard of hearing and Uh, messed up. Sorry, guys. I'm thinking this one through. (laughs) Uh, It's a question for children, Daniel. All right. right. Okay. Everyone's got their finger up, I think. And there's Tony. All right. Sorry, I forgot we were putting our fingers up. Okay. All right. Let's let's go around. Uh, Tony, what do you think? I said false. You said false. I have nothing further to say. I said true because that sounds like an old timey thing where it's like, fine, then we're going to say we're going to make you a pirate and make (laughs) you leave and go hang out on the ocean. And then we're going to also like get you. Daniel, you know, (laughs) Uh, I went false on this one because it what it feels like is can Congress pass a law forcing an individual to perform a certain job and that feels like an abridgment of a 
your individual freedoms that Whoa. Congress can't pass a law bridging uh, their those rights. Okay, <laughs> I say false because I don't even know what the legal. Uh, government definition of pirate would be now that might be a failing on my part but i still say false i would like to congratulate betsy yes getting wow. the answer correct yes! wow. i knew it man in co- <laughs> uh, back when the constitution was written and this is still not technically been banned so it is available congress would offer letters of mark and reprisal to people who owned ships because they did not yet have a robust navy because it was a brand new country. And so just like they had the militia for uh, for ground forces, they needed people to step up who had boats. So what you could do is you could get a letter from Congress and you could go act as a volunteer member of the navy and capture and plunder enemy ships and keep what you found. And it is called privateering, which, again, is something that we do not do anymore, but we have not technically banned it. So if you do own a boat... And you are feeling like you want to go get frisky, you could get a letter from Congress, <laughs> go out, and be a pirate. Wow. Whoa, that's wild, man. Now, to Daniel's point, they cannot require you, force you to be a pirate. Right. I should have maybe worded that a little better. But if Allison wants to be a pirate and she's got a boat and she gets that letter, they she's can't a pirate. authorize you. Wow. Interesting. That sucks for me because I do want to be a pirate, but I get seasick. Oh, what to do? Could I be a land pirate? You could. Some people have proposed maybe doing it by by air. If there could be a volunteer, but it's not it's not really relevant anymore because we have plenty of reserve forces. But it is something that you technically could still be be you could still be a pirate. Wow! All right. Whoa! Let's go to question four. In the Constitution. Betsy is qualified to be Speaker of the House. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Wait, I'm sorry. Brain fart. The question is, can they say so? Wait, what's the question? What's the question again? Betsy is qualified to be Speaker of the House, has all the necessary qualifications to be Speaker of the House. Like the Constitution is laying out yes that who can be speaker of the house yes exactly betsy has all the qualifications okay everyone's done what do you got allison i say true because i think betsy would be a great speaker of the house feels true oh my God, that's so nice I <laughs> daniel i say true uh and the only reason i feel like i know this is because there's conversation about if the republicans win next year they can uh they can select anyone and they're thinking they could select Trump as Speaker of the House. Okay. Tony? I said false. Uh, man, again, just a guess. I got nothing else Do you not that. believe in Betsy? Yeah, what the hell, man? What's up? Oh, I, I mean, I thought but we were just using <laughs> Betsy as an example. Of course I believe in Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like an average Joe. Betsy, uh, what do you or think? Or Joanne. I think, um, uh, yes. I think true... Because I think, isn't it like all you have to do is be like 35 to run for the president? So like, I don't, I think you could do whatever. Anybody could do it, right? And live in the U.S. for 14 years. But yeah, okay. The answer is 
yes, Betsy has all the necessary qualifications to be Speaker of the House. Yeah. Because there are absolutely no qualifications whatsoever to be Speaker of the House what? in the Constitution. Could a baby be Speaker of the House? A baby could be Speaker of the House. If we vote that could baby a duck in, right? Be Speaker of the House? A duck could be Speaker of the House. Oh. And I'm into that. That's wow. That's true. Well, I mean, it is like so many politicians have no clue about anything. Doctor Oz, let's say, you know, like (laughs) who are? It is like you don't have to be. You don't have to do anything. All you need is a majority of the members of Congress to vote for you for speaker, and you are the speaker. You don't have to be a member of Congress to be the speaker. I mean. Uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi thinks she's hot shit, but it's like she's doing a job that literally a baby a baby's qualified to do. That's or a exactly duck. right. Or a duck. Or a, or duck. a baby duck. Or, oh my god. Cute. How cute. All right. Cute. Okay. What's the what? what's the tally so far? Here's what we got so far. Uh it looks like Betsy's in the lead. Yeah. Betsy got number two, number three, and number four. Well, Dan, Hell yeah. Dan is close behind with two. <laughs> no, everyone everyone else has two. I got three. No, oh, I'm sorry. You got three. Dan has yeah, three. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> Betsy and Dan are tied <laughs> for the for front runner. Oh, God, it's uh, getting... And then Allison and Tony are trailing. Okay. High stakes. I think now would be a great time to tell you about Rothy's. I love Rothy's. Looking good and feeling great just got easier thanks to Rothy's. From the unbeatable comfort to the fact that you can wash them, these shoes check every box. You're probably familiar with Rothy's at this point. They're very popular. One Meghan Markle wore them when she went to, I want to say, Australia, and they were just flying off the shelves after that. Alison Rosen wore them even before that, but I don't know that that moved the needle as much. Um, but anyway, they're these great shoes. They're machine washable. They're super comfortable. You can wear them right out of the box. They're super comfortable. They're made from recycled water bottles. And when I heard that, I thought, I don't want crunchy shoes. But the thing is, you would never guess that that's how they're made because they're so soft and yet sturdy at the same time. Um, they come up with new styles all the time and those sell out because people start to collect them because once you have one pair, you're like, I need more. I love my Rothy's because they are the most comfortable shoes I've ever owned. Uh, and I just got some of the loafers. I also have the point. They have different silhouettes. I have the point and I have the loafer um, and I need to get the sneaker and I need to get the... Mary Jane. I mean, it's top shoes. They make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, Mary Janes, and more. And they also have a men's line. And listen, if they come out with tap shoes, I will get their tap shoes. Win the gift game this season with Rothy's shoes and accessories. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash allison with extended returns and exchanges through the holidays. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash allison. I want to tell you guys about Baiju's Future School. Even in the best schools, your child probably isn't getting the one-to-one teaching they need to reach their full potential. In a classroom with dozens of kids, teachers just don't have time to customize their approach. At Baiju's Future School, students receive personalized attention and a world-class learning experience completely online to supplement their in-school 
in-person school education with small group and one-on-one learning, Baiju's Future School is committed to helping students become creators and shift from passive to active learning while building skills they'll use for the rest of their lives. So they offer three different types of courses. They offer a coding class, uh, which it starts, it, I think they have it for grades one to 12. They learn about commands and they learn like how to how to code something, how to make a little mm. puzzle, I think. Uh, I mean, I guess it's like what they learn how to make is, is depends on their age, but that's one of the things they can make. They offer music courses and then they offer math courses for grades one to eight. Keep an eye out for even more subjects launching before you know it. Yeah, so in the coding course, they explore the fundamentals of coding through their favorite games like Roblox and Minecraft. I am the only person in the world who's not doing Roblox, I think. I think... I think everyone is is down to Roblox. They have a ton of fun while learning about the technology that makes modern games, apps, and cryptocurrencies possible. Join the millions of parents who want a better learning experience for their children. Visit com slash US to get your first class free, plus a $25 gift card for Roblox, one of the hottest online gaming platforms in the world. That's com slash US. Again, com slash US. All right, we're back. All right. You guys ready for question five? That was a great read, Alice. Yes. Thank you. Yes, I am. Question five. Tony, in the Constitution, Tony has the right to vote. All right. We got, okay, one person's done. Two people are done. Oh. Three, four. Okay, everyone's ready. All right. Let's start with you, Tony. What do you think about yourself? I'm sticking with my false answers. They're not doing me good, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> okay. Daniel? I mean, I'm going with false uh, only because there's been so much question about voting. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm not confident in my answer. Betsy? I said true. Allison? I'm, I voted like the winner. Oh, Sorry. The Betsy winner. I know you're tied, Daniel. And I said true as well, except now I'm having some doubt because I feel like that whole like three fifths thing was that's not in the Constitution. That's in one of the amendments, I think. So now I'm doubting myself, but I did say true. You said true. Yeah. Tony and Daniel are correct. Oh, Tony does. I'm in last place now, aren't Tony, I? Tony does not have the right to vote in the Constitution because it should be. none of us have the right to vote in the Constitution because there is no right to vote in the Constitution. Oh. It is entirely up to each individual state. So all those amendments that we think of protecting our voting rights, they only protect them from being taken away if we already have them yes. based on our race, based on our sex, based Ew. on our age. Yeah, sorry, yeah, didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. That is, it, it is one of the, the right to vote is not actually in the Constitution. They left it up to the states because every state had a different idea of who they wanted to allow to vote, and they couldn't agree, and they wouldn't get yeah. enough states to ratify it. So it's entirely a state issue. Right. I've heard this being talked about as something that should be made a right, but of course, I mean, to get a you know an amendment would be. Possibly it's a lot, days. and the three yeah. and the three fifths is in uh, the articles of the Constitution, um, right at the right at the beginning. It is it is no longer applicable. It was overruled by the the Fourteenth Amendment, but it, it is right there in the beginning. Whoa. So I was wrong oh, on all counts. You should get an extra <laughs> demerit. Uh, no, 
<laughs> Extra negative. And then let me know about the planets one because I can take a point off for that oh, too. Wow. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. You want to take everything off. You'll want to cancel this show if you knew. Whoa. Okay. I think I know. I no longer host this show based on my performance. I am truly last. So, question six. Daniel, in the Constitution, Daniel can be a Supreme Court justice. True or false? All right. One person ready. Two people ready. Three. Betsy's still thinking it over. Taking her time. And that's time. Okay. Oh, there's more. There's a bridge. Okay. Uh, In the... Okay, what do you think? Uh, Allison. My gut says false because I just don't... I don't think he has what it takes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Daniel, care to respond? I think it's true because I think... I feel like this is another one of those where... uh, you, they can just appoint any old. Oh yes, yes, this is definitely true. I'll, I won't get into why I think that's Betsy. True. Shit, I said false. I thought you'd have to at least like study law or something. Tony, I uh, once again said false, and this has nothing to do with anything. But I just want to share this with you all <laughs> that a text just came on my screen from a friend that I rarely hear from that just says, "Hey, did you know that Lou Bega is German?" <laughs> I that's a different. That's a well, different mambo number five. <laughs> yeah, tell your friend to tell Lou Bega that he too is eligible to be a Supreme Court justice because Whoa. there are no requirements to be yeah. a Supreme Court justice at all in the Constitution. If the president <laughs> nominates you and the Senate confirms you, congrats, you're a Supreme Court justice. And, you don't need to be a lawyer. You don't need to be even had been a judge before. Wow. And not only that, I don't think in the Constitution it says how many judges there should there needs to be. Um, and I've heard when there's this there's this conversation about packing the courts, so to speak, and you know the 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 argument usually goes well if the Democrats increase the number of justices, then the Republicans will just come in and increase the number of justices. And people like me say, great. In fact, I've heard it bandied about that someone a president could come in and make every person in the United States <laughs> technically a Supreme Court justice, in which case we would have to all vote on these cases to set precedent well you Um, were right on all the extracurricular information until the very end because congress (laughs) is the one who sets the number of supreme court judges so the president can only nominate spots if their spots are available per congress so uh but you did get you did get the question correct so you hey you can be a supreme court justice if you want i'm i'm ready all right we'll see what uh stephen breyer has to say about that uh (laughs) all right question number seven there was only two more questions oh no Oh. Okay, this one. This one. This one. I really a, try. This, this one involves a special guest. Hold on one second. Chooch, again, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen to see the special guest. Chooch, oh, true or false? Aww. In the Constitution, Chooch could be president of the Senate. Oh. Now, is this can be or should be? Yeah. <laughs> is able, eligible to be. Chooch is 10 years old, but looks All like a right. puppy. She is 12. 12? She is 12. Oh, All right, wow. everyone's ready. All the fingers are up. Yeah. Um. All right, why don't we start with you, Betsy? I said true. 
because it just sounds like an old timey law like thingy that they're like, yeah, the dog can take over if we want. I think it's true. Allison? Yeah, I agree with Betsy. True. Same reason. Plus, Chooch has my vote. <laughs> Daniel? I'm going with false. Uh, and isn't, I'm thinking like, is that the president of the Senate? Is that like the vice president? Like, who's the president of oh, the Senate? Interesting. So we'll know. come back yeah, to that. Tony, false. what do you think? I once again said false, though Chooch and Bentley would have my vote if it happened. So Chooch has the ability to be president pro tempore of the United States Senate because, again, and this is the role of president when the vice president, who is the Senate president, is unavailable. The president pro tempore is the president of the Senate. And just like with Speaker of the House and Supreme Court justices, there are absolutely no qualifications to be the Senate president pro tempore. It is usually the most senior member of the majority party, but it does not have to be. So as long as a majority of the Senate votes for this Maltese mix, she could be (laughs) Senate president pro tempore. Wow. Our our founding fathers really thought of everything. (laughs) (laughs) How can she be 12 but look like a puppy? She does look like a puppy. It's unreal. Are you ready for What's the What's her secret? We're ready. Last question. Final oh question. Okay. In the Constitution, huh? the only times the 25th Amendment has been invoked is because of butts. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the 25th Amendment, man? <laughs> In the Constitution, the only times the 25th Amendment has been invoked is because of butts. <gasps> uh, sounds like something Elliot would have written this <laughs> Right? Betsy, Betsy has her answer pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> Allison. And Daniel. Okay. All right. Tony, why don't we start with you? You know, I wanted to say true, but I'm scared to change it to true after all these falses because then it'll be the time that it. So I'm just sticking <laughs> with false. Okay, Daniel, I'm going with true because it doesn't make any. I don't know what this means. So it must be true. <laughs> Betsy, I'm going with true because, like, are we thinking like too many butts in the seat, or <laughs> you know, something like that? But. Allison? I'm going with true because I feel like did someone show their butt or something and they decided they were insane? Uh, it's possible I'm forgetting what the 25th amendment yeah, is. Yeah, the 25th. So, <laughs> congrats, congrats, <laughs> congrats to Dan, Betsy, and Allison because <laughs> the only times the 25th amendment has been invoked are because of butts, more specifically colonoscopies. Oh. Wait, what's the 25th Amendment? The 25th Amendment has four sections. (laughs) Right. And the third section has been invoked where the president can willingly transfer his or her presidential power to their vice president temporarily while they're unavailable to be president. This happened last week, didn't it? This happened last week for the fourth time in American history. Uh, Twice. It was uh, once during Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was having a colon procedure, and he transferred power to George H.W. Bush for eight hours. And then George W. Bush, while he was president, had two colonoscopies, and both times transferred power to Dick Cheney for two hours each time. And then just last week or the week before... 
Joe Biden had a colonoscopy and transferred his power to Kamala Harris, making her the first woman ever to act as president or have presidential power in American history. Wow, that, so that should have made more news or I you should have paid attention to the news. You know what I read was that um, it's also recently come out that remember when Trump went he went to like the hospital and Walter no one Reed. knew why and it was like Walter Reed it, that he had gone for a colonoscopy, but he didn't invoke that because he didn't want people to know because of course he's like doesn't want to be seen as weak or whatever as having an anus that is true. so wait <laughs> but what's the what's the um in what's the what's it called when they can like remove someone from office that would be section four of the 25th amendment oh okay so i did have the correct amendment then you had the correct amendment yes I am so glad you didn't ask us to number the amendments and say what are, what's in them because that dude that's where you lose. Dude, me. <laughs> all right. So what's I'm the tallying final up tally? the answers right now? Yeah. Okay. Give me one quick second, Tony. I feel have... like we need a, some kind of sound here. It's crazy that I know that I won. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Results are in. Only by one. The winner, I'll go in order. Tony, you finished third runner-up with two. Wow. (laughs) I was stunned. Allison, you finished second runner-up with four. (laughs) Allison. Betsy, you finished runner-up with five. Wow, guys. And Daniel, going six for eight, is our champion. The first quiz on this show I have ever won. Never. I feel, uh, thank you. Hell yeah. Good job. Congratulations to the winners. Ben, Hell thank yeah. you. How did we do compared to the eight to 12 year olds? Uh, you, you, I think Daniel did better. Um, <laughs> Betsy did better. Allison, yes. you were pretty close. Nothing. And Tony, act- Tony actually Nothing did worse. Much. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And still better than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you guys. I was just talking about how adorable Chooch was, and I know that you guys use Embark to find out mm. her like exact or it's a is it Embark is a you guys might have you probably heard me talk about it before. It's a dog DNA test. You just do a cheek swab. I know you guys use Embark on Chooch and you found out all the breeds that make up Chooch, and you also found like one of her relatives, right? We found one of her half siblings. Uh, that's one of the coolest. So, so, you know, there's a number of dog DNA tests on the market and bark is the most comprehensive. It tests for the most stuff. Um, they can give you, uh, you know, the makeup of your dog in so much detail. And they also let you know if your dog is at risk for certain genetic, um, diseases that they might be carrying that could be carriers or da da da. Um so it's a lot of great information to give your vet. And then you can also be uh connected with dogs out there in the world that are DNA matches. So you can find siblings uh and whatnot of your dog, which is is very fun. Uh, I've communicated with some people that uh well I've communicated with the humans uh who have uh, relatives of Wendy, and they're all spread out, and it's it's really fun. 
This holiday season, understand your dog better with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test. Right now, Embark has a limited time offer on their breed and health kit and purebred kit for our listeners. Go to EmbarkVet.com to get free shipping and save $64 off with promo code BESTFRIEND. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save $64 and get the perfect gift for a happy, healthy holiday. By the way, that is the lowest price of the season. When the discount is $64, that is the lowest price of the season. Ooh. I also want to tell you guys about little passports. There's nothing better than watching your child's mm. imagination in action as they unlock new ways of seeing the world. Little Passports offered, offers award-winning play-based kits that fuel curiosity through fun, hands-on activities. They will love the feeling of discovering almost as much as you'll love watching them explore. So we have Little Passports kits now for Elliot and for Owen. The particular kit they have, it's a little suitcase and you can put stickers on the outside representing different places there's like a big uh, map inside there's it's like these wood uh, toys shapes and then a, like a fishing game pole. yeah there's with a pole and it's like so much fun little dolls there's all sorts of cool stuff in there um and they, it's so cute. They love carrying these little suitcases around and playing with them. Uh, and there's different lines for different ages. So for kids uh, age three to five, there's the early explorers kit. For five to eight, there's the science junior kit. For six to 10, the world edition kit. This holiday, give the young explorer in your life a world of adventure. Get 20% off any new subscription with promo code Allison at littlepassports.com. Order by 1220 for Christmas delivery. Free shipping included. That's littlepassports.com. Promo code Allison. Um, okay. I say we do some um, Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. And now I have to pull them up and it's taking me a moment. Um, but reminder, just me or everyone is where people write in with things they think or do and they wonder, is it just me or is it everyone? And then we weigh in and have a comment. And I may get some pushback on this comment because I, f okay, so I'm on TikTok and TikTok. there <laughs> are a lot. So there's like ADHD talk, which is like a lot of videos about ADHD um, and Jordan Morris has been on the show a number of times and I just did Jordan Jesse go last night and this came up. I feel like it's come up a couple times like ADHD talk. Um, and my reaction when I see these videos is, but everything you're describing, I feel that I relate to that. And it's making me wonder, and do I have ADHD or are they, is it like all these things that ever, so ex for example, there's a video today where it's like, you're late for meetings. You feel overwhelmed by your to-do list. You feel drained after a number of interactions. You write notes, so many notes for yourself. And I'm like, that's, I, I'm all of those. And then there was another one that was talking about how you could have rejection sensitivity dysphoria, which is basically where like you're, you react strongly to criticism you don't like rejection i'm like that's every this is they're all just me or everyone's now the mm. reason i'm hesitant to bring it up though is because i feel like i encountered a video that's like to suggest that this stuff is really common is dismissing someone who is neurodivergence like unique experience oh. hmm. but has anyone else run into this or have thoughts on well, this 
I, I, I hate to push back on Dr. TikTok, <laughs> but I'm, I'm wondering if this isn't one of those things that maybe isn't clinical. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yes, quite possibly. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I do have ADHD, so. You do? Yeah. Okay. Which I didn't know until later in life. How, How did they test you for that? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think I've really been officially tested, but like through like therapy and psychiatrists and doctors and all that stuff. Been like, <laughs> that yeah, sounds yeah. pretty official. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't like any like official like test really. Right. I think, or right. Did I take? I can't even see. There you go. I can't even remember. <laughs> Um, what, but but yeah. what were the the indicators? Do you, you feel like kind of pushed it over? Like, oh, okay, you've got that. Sorry if I'm being. Nosy. Oh no, I don't mind sharing. But I honestly, once again, I don't really remember. I uh, actually, I have often suspected Daniel might be. Really? Yes. Does that mean I can get an Adderall prescription? What? I feel like <laughs> if you go in wanting it that bad, that's not gonna. I know. It's, you got to be a little cooler. I got to get a new therapist because he knows me too well. <laughs> and, and he's never suggested you might be? Maybe not then. He did, we don't get into it much, you know. It's, but we what do you guys talk brief, about then? We, it's just like, I'm feeling great. Give me my, uh, my <laughs> brain pills. You know? It's like, it's working. Keep it going. Sounds I I do great. think... Um, like I feel even when I was coming up in school and stuff, it wasn't ever like it had just started mm-hmm. getting talked about, you know? So I do think there's quite a few people where it's like, Oh yeah, I have that. You know, but it's hasn't been officially like Right. Uh, you know. Right. I guess the weird thing is I see these videos and my reaction is and again, this is sort of why I why I created just me or everyone as a segment, I guess, to try to figure out like, am I a huge weirdo? But I watch these videos and I'm like, who doesn't feel that way? Right. Are there people, right. I mean, being late to meetings is a specific one, but the thing of like feeling drained by a lot of interactions, um, I forget the other ones, but they all seemed so like, isn't that what it is to be human? But maybe <laughs> there are people who don't feel that way. Maybe there are people who love criticism and rejection. Okay. Um, Nick Wester PI says, I get irrationally annoyed when someone says blue check mark to mean a verified person because the check mark isn't blue. It's the rosette around the check mark that's blue. I never thought, I, I don't get annoyed for that reason. I get annoyed because generally when people say blue check mark, they're saying something annoying. It's used by people who are saying something that I personally to, find annoying. Because they're trying to dismiss you, a yeah. blue checkmark person. Yeah, this like look. The sne- this is like the sneeches. Uh, you're you going to have to remind the, me. You remember Dr. Seuss's book, The Sneeches, where the, they're the sneeches with stars on their bellies, and then there's sneeches that don't have stars upon theirs. Oh, I didn't know this. I don't oh, remember yeah, this so, one. Well, the sneeches... Some of them have stars on their bellies and some of them don't. The ones that do are real snobby assholes to the ones that don't. And then a dude rolls into town with a machine 
that can put stars on the bellies of the non-star belly sneeches. This is ringing such a bell. And then the star belly sneeches are like, wait a minute, this isn't cool because now we don't know who's cool anymore. And then he says, well, I got good news for you because I got one that takes it off. And he takes all their money as they go in and out and in and out until finally, you know what they learn? That this guy's full of shit? They learn that it doesn't matter if you have a star <gasps> on your belly or not. Yeah. And they start to like each other. Although they're broke now because they gave him a <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, yes. Um, I've never had any, I've never heard anybody say the blue check or anything like that. It, it's often in political discussions, like, oh, here come all the blue check marks in there, a little echo chamber oh. in Hollywood. I have to tell I had the weirdest experience. Are you guys familiar with Twitter spaces? Yes. It's this new feature on Twitter where it's like audio rooms. So I think anyone can can start a space where it's like, like I've like late at night, sometimes I'll go just listen to different ones. But there's one that's like brain teasers. And it was just like, you know, a, a bunch of like young people sharing brain is, teasers. Is this something that if you're on it, you can just start talking and be part of it's a, Is it like a chat room in the 80s where you you dial in and kind of? Yeah, you click it's into like Clubhouse. it. Club yeah. House. Club. Okay. Okay. You yeah. Click into it, and when you go in, you can see who else is in there, and then you can see who's speaking, and you can request to speak. Oh, but um, you have to be let in. You can't just be like, hey, no. You me. you have to be given permission to speak, but Got you it. don't have to. You don't have to be let into the room. I don't think. Okay. No, you don't have to. So anyway, there was one that was like, "Fuck the DSA," and there was like eighty the Democratic Socialists of America. There was like eighty people in there, so I was like, "Huh, I wonder." What's going on in here? And I went in and I was listening. It was this guy griping about, it was very like specific to New York. And, and then I was in, I was just in there listening for, I don't know how long. And then someone goes, I think the FBI or the CIA is listening in because there's a rash of blue check marks that just joined. And then I got this notice. You have been removed from this room. Whoa. I was cancel culture. I was so. I mean, I have rejection sensitivity dysphoria. <laughs> I was very hurt for a moment, and then I'm like, "This has nothing to do with me. Nah. It is I think about they my." Thought you were in the FBI. Yeah. What do you say? I think they thought you were in the FBI. They totally did, which makes no <laughs> sense. It really like, doesn't. Make the any FBI sense. is coming in and via. Blue. verified podcasters like right. this makes no sense <laughs> at all and that's I under- something the fbi would say Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't, if you you're know, looking for a better like analogy for marxist theory i don't think you could find a better one than twitter and like the blue check marks being the bourgeoisie the proletariats yeah. <laughs> without their check marks the like organizing the uprising in twitter spaces kicking out the bourgeoisie this is like yeah. everything he predicted a hundred years ago i did after a Feeling like, hey, but I'm me, and I'm nice, <laughs> nice. I'm nice. I did decide, like, well, I guess this is what I deserve for my checkmark privilege. But still, just the, that level of paranoia. It's like, no, the reason probably the same reason that I saw it. It like it bubbled up. The algorithm put it at the top. Whatever. Enough of you should that. Should have checked okay. your checkmark privilege. I know. Day Lynn Luttrell says, now that I work from home, I sometimes get bored and think about what I should do and then realize I'm supposed to be working. Just me or everyone. That's everyone. Everyone, everyone. 
Yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the lines are really blurred now that I've been working from home for over, God, I mean, almost two years going on. Uh, It's like I'll work nights and weekends. It's just who knows what the work work hours are anymore. It's weird. But I think most companies are finding that people are are more productive than they expected. Like I was reading some article that was saying that there has not been a drop off of productivity during the pandemic you know best buy corporate um years ago tried out this thing where they just said to everybody choose your own hours come in whenever and um i think it was a huge failure i think they went back to normal hours (laughs) i think there's something to be i think there's something there's truth to like yes people will be more productive but if in terms of like mobility you know if you're starting out so much of um, your ability to move up has to do with the social aspect of it. Yeah. Being there in meetings and and networking with your coworkers and other people in the company. And that's removed if you're working from home. It must, I think it'd be really hard. I don't know. You might be right. Um, Robin says, just smear everyone. Picking up dog poop as soon as it comes out of the dog is no big deal. But picking up poop that's gone cold is the most disgusting thing in the world. I feel the exact opposite. Warm poop in my hand. I was just talking to people about this. Because somebody was saying like, oh, yeah, once it's like straight out of the butt is awesome. But picking up cold poop is so fucked up. And everybody else was just like, no. Ah, uh, that's crazy, man. I think what's crazier is that they thought the first part was awesome. <laughs> they loved it. They're like, oh, I like to like just hold it close to my face. Oh my god, oh, I love it. Especially no, on a cold day. Uh, oh yeah, it's most stinky right out of the butt too. Like uh, so it's that stinky, crusty layer that protects you. <laughs> that, you know? that exoskeleton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if when it's cold, you can kind of forget what it is. Right. When it's fresh from the oven, it's unmistakable. Right. You're like, this is poop. This <laughs> is hot poop from my dog's butt. <laughs> ben, does Chooch have little tiny poops? They're so small and they're so perfectly easily formed. They are so – picking up poop with her is not even a big deal and they barely even stink. Wow, Chooch. She's incredible. She really Come is. Come on, Chooch. <laughs> Betsy, does Wilma have big old stinky poops? Dude, yeah, because she's getting huge, and her shits are getting so big and stinky. It's crazy. They were they were pretty big when she was a puppy and stinky. Like, I will just be, like, picking up her shit and just be like, oh, God, Wilma! <laughs> What the fuck, man? Like, they're stinky. She's good. She's good, though. She's a golden retriever, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jen T says, most sunglasses give me a headache. Just me or everyone. Hashtag pumpkin head. You know, I only Whoa. recently started wearing sunglasses. I've always had a pair, not the same pair, because I keep wanting to be a person who wears sunglasses because there's something just so cool about them. Uh, but I've never really been able to, like, I put them on, and then they just begin to bother me. I begin to feel like people can't see my eyes. But now that I've started wearing glasses to read, uh, 
I'm more accustomed to glasses, so now I will put on sunglasses. It's a really long, pretty boring answer. What about every, everyone else? I love sunglasses, yeah, and too. I really like them because people cannot see my eyes. Mm. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. What I wonder a- if this person wears glasses normally. Like, if it's, I think probably not. Probably not, right. Betsy, what appeals to you about people not being able to see your eyes? Um... I don't, it's it's absolute absolutely like social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like it helps me just kind of be like, okay, like uh, I'm not like constantly rolling my eyes or being like, yeah, whatever, man. I don't know. It just really like it really comforts me in big public places to be like, I'm just gonna pop some sunglasses on. I don't know. It's it's totally social anxiety of mm-hmm. just like I feel so much better. Uh, with sunglasses on. When we were at Desconto, I had on a hat, a, like a a beanie and a mask. And I was like, I'm just, I'm just a tiny bit of eye right now. If I had on yeah. sunglasses, there would, I would, no. there'd be none of my face there. I will get headaches from hats. That's why I like, I hate hats. I don't like wearing hats ever. Uh, but not just for that reason. But yeah, huh. I, I don't get it from sunglasses, but I do will get a headache from hats. I knew a guy years and years ago. He got those lenses that will darken <laughs> when you get into into sunlight. Transitions. Yeah, yeah but he did. He had he got a new pair of glasses. He had ordered that, but he forgot that he had ordered that. So he he was like working inside, and he went outside. He's kind of older, you know. He's like in his like late fifties, and he went outside and they darkened, and he started to panic because he thought he was going blind. Oh <laughs> no. Like, And then um, he realized it was his glasses. So, (laughs) was this Terry? No, I'll tell you after the show. Okay, it's a long story. Not to blow up her spot, but Jackie also accidentally ordered a pair of sunglasses that turned dark in the in the sunlight and decided <laughs> not to give them back and was too embarrassed. And so she she's constantly walking around with sunglasses that change color and she her <laughs> <laughs> regular glasses, I mean. Uh if you would like to submit your just me or everyone, and did I I can't remember if I already said this, but you know what? I'll say it again. Tweet it to at ARIYNBF. Uh, and use the hashtag JMOE or just mirror everyone. Uh, I would like to now say hello and welcome to my new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Sign up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Hello and welcome to Carrie Juris, to Renee Shade, to Audrey Seabrays, to Brian, to Brian Hakala, Brian Hakala. Or Hakala. I'm going to say Hakala. Uh, signed up for an annual subscription that I told you guys about before Ooh. we begin. Two months free. And also, hello and welcome to Joanna McDee. I love you guys. Um, and uh, if you are listening and you're liking what you're hearing, or even if you hate it, make sure you're subscribed on or following whatever the language is on your podcast app of choice. Leave us a nice comment or review. It helps out the show so much. I read them all the time. Uh, and I mean, no, I don't. I don't care what people think. I'm cool. But or I read them all the time. So please leave. We read them on the show sometimes. Uh, listen to my other podcasts, Upworthy Weekly and Childish. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen. Um, ben, it was so nice having you on the show. Thank you so much. I loved that quiz. 
Um, we're going to have to have you back and let everyone know where they can find you, plug your book, etc. Sure. So thank you for having me. Uh, they can find me on Instagram at Ben Sheehan and on Twitter at that Ben Sheehan. Same with TikTok. And then the books are available everywhere books are sold. It's OMGWTF, Does the Constitution Actually Say? And for kids, what does the Constitution say? Did, were they just like, we can't do the uh, initials, it's too <laughs> profane? It, too profane, but also my favorite are the are the the moms who bought the adult book for their kids, not thinking it through, and then leaving like really angry comments in the Amazon reviews, um, really angry at themselves, but taking it out on me for. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's oh, kind of yeah. it's kind of right there on the cover, if you... right? <laughs> so, yeah. thank you, um, Betsy. What about you? Where might we find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Betsy Sodaro. And I have uh, two podcasts. One is called A Funny Feeling, where uh, me and Marcy Jaro talk to friends about spooky stuff, like paranormal experiences Ooh, and everything. Uh, and then I have another one on Patreon with my best friend, Mono. Patreon! Patreon! And it's called We Love Trash, and we just talk about everything trashy and nasty and wonderful. So, yeah, hit those up. Like trashy, nasty pop culture or like Wilma's turds? Oh, kind of everything. (laughs) But lots of pop culture, like... We do a lot of episodes on, like, bad horror movies, Lifetime movies, uh, Taco Bell. Yeah, just kind of anything and everything that is kind of like, it's a little trashy, but we love it. (laughs) I love that. Daniel, what about you? Uh, Yeah, you can just visit me at Twitter and Instagram, Daniel Quantz. You can go to my page at Allison's Amazon shop. Oh, yeah. Where I've got uh, some selections. Go to uh, Amazon.com. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Daniel's Christmas Spectacular gift guide is there. I mean, don't go to these magazines that get paid for (laughs) endorsing products. You can't trust that. Mm -hmm. These are unendorsed true things that i like so if you uh that's the well you endorsed them but i know what you're saying no no i'm not paid to endorse it by the product that's right no i mean this is uh there's it's a whole racket if you're going to these magazines go to go to me (laughs) go go straight to daniel and tony what about you twitter and instagram at Tony Thaxton <laughs> and my podcast Bizarre Albums every Tuesday and the Motion City Soundtrack Tour it's almost here uh, come in January February if you live anywhere in the US we'll be close to you uh, and come talk to me about the Constitution there um, <laughs> and oh and also uh, if you're listening this day it comes out tomorrow December 10th uh, brand new Don't Stop or We'll Die album coming out <gasps> and you would think what? I would be able to know what the name of the record is but I keep forgetting <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but anyways, that'll be out tomorrow. So nice. We got to get them back on the show in the new year. Yeah. Um, you guys, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Oh my God. There's a third. <laughs> I love you. You matter. So thanks for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. That's what I say. <laughs> oh my God. I, I totally messed myself up. You guys. Thank you so much so much for listening. Unbelievable. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We 
Rosie 